The following program is brought to you in living color. So, Mr. Swan, now that we sat nice, broke bread together, shared a glass of wine, I feel I know you a little. Morty, I feel I know you even better. Good. It's just the sort of nonsense that helps perpetuate all this awful snobbery about wine. Isn't it a shame that this wonderful stuff, wine, can be a source of one human being feeling inferior or superior to another? I like big, in-your-face, tannic reds, and that makes me a superior and special kind of person. I mean... These were the only purpose this wonderful stuff is to give us enjoyment. It's the Wine Crush, the show that's all about the grape. And now, here's your vintage host, Laura Lawson. Sounds like fun. So she's probably paid to say that. Welcome to the Wine Crush. I'm Laura Lawson, your favorite Chardonnay guzzling diva. And you are listening to the show that's all about the grape in all its glory, all the vine, all the time, everything you ever wanted to know about wine and were afraid to ask. That's what we are here for. We are your media resource for everything about our happy to be around, budding, stretching out little grape. I love this time of year. It's when the grapes have to come off vacation and the rest of us get to go on vacation. Unlike, of course, Kent, as he's messing around the booth that just stays on vacation on a permanent basis. I beg your pardon. You're having a small issue today? No, I'm just... just you know, we had so much fun this weekend. You had fun this yes, weekend? Yes, we did. And our, how- you know, our uh, crew, and a lot of people don't know, but this this wine show is produced by the same network that does a lot of uh, NASCAR programming. All right. Uh, so so very often, you know how that blends together. I mean, yeah, like drinking, and driving, drinking and driving is a perfect mix, <laughs> That's really. That's exactly right. Yes. That's exactly right. So um, we produced up a little feature... That Uh-oh. kicked off the race this weekend, where we blended our great drivers with the grape. Did you? W- now? Would you like to hear the feature that we produced? I would love to hear show? the feature that you produced because we we asked NASCAR drivers. We we said, if you were a wine, what kind of wine would you be? Did you really do we, this? We did do this. I'm going to play this for you right oh, now. Boy. You ready? Okay. I'm ready. On this, the eve of the silver anniversary of NASCAR's presence in Sonoma wine country, today we blend the great with the grape. And to the drivers, we pose the all-important question. If you were a fine California wine, what type of wine would you be? Kurt Busch. I've always been accused of being a whiner. No, Kurt. What type of wine would you be? Wow, I I don't know. I'd be more of a red because I like red. I'm probably that quickie red wine that they put together that they hand out to mass banquets. That way you're just drinking it to get rid of it. Danica Patrick. <laughs> I would be a petite Syrah because they're delicious and unique and they're not very common. Not very many people make it. So I think I'd be a petite Syrah. Jeff Gordon. Well, I know what kind of wine I really like. And so I know what kind of wine I'd like to be, which would be a blend, you know, majority of, of, of Cabernet and then uh, a little Syrah he and, and Merlot Chardonnay. mixed in there. You know, I just like balance. And, and I think it is somewhat true in, in life. I feel the same way. Oh, right. Good, Mr. Gordon. Marcus Ambrose. I'd be an Australian wine. How about that? I don't know. Uh, I'd be a little bit dry. And the astute analysis of Clint Boyer. Man, I don't know. I don't know enough about wine to to really... uh, I'd be a Merlot. How about that? And I have no idea why. I don't want to be a white wine. I mean, chicks drink white wine. I mean, (laughs) Merlot's a good manly drink, I would think, if you're going to drink wine. Thank you, Clint. Ripened and ready for harvest, we bring you the competitors, one of whom will drink from the chalice of victory in today's Toyota Save Mart 350. On PRN, the Performance Racing Network. So from Clint, we did we you learned, really air that? We did air this. How this did weekend. that go over? Oh, it was it was well received. You just wanted to do it so you could do the English British accent again. <laughs> that you was still not a British accent. You have not gotten ever being King Arthur yet. <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> but I think Clint Boyer probably nailed it. Hey, chicks drink white wine. Nobody wants that. Who uh, is oh, Clint yeah. Boyer? Clint is. Uh, I think he won there last year. Actually, uh, Clint is uh, one of the well-known NASCAR. Well, drivers. I don't like him now. You don't like him now. No, I don't. We he kind of get... stereotyped well, you, didn't he? Uh, he did. We need to get him on the show. Somebody uh-huh. do something about that. He's the kind of person I like to beat up just for sport. He doesn't sound like he wants to be on this show. 
somebody track him down. Okay. We, we, we can figure that you out. You want him now. Okay. Yes. And it is ironic for Jeff Gordon to talk about blends since he is known for his Chardonnay. It's true. You, you, you think he would have used that moment to advocate his wine. No. But I have to give you credit. Very, very interesting. And see, it, it does strangely enough tie in to today's story. You're kidding. Well, kind of, because you were on vacation and you went at well vacation. You worked, but regardless, uh, today's wine is about, or today's show is about being on vacation and going to different places and how you take your wine with you. Oh, and I guess if you were already designated as a, as a wine, you could just carry yourself and just bring your own baggage, and life would be good. That's true. So, That's we're, true. okay, I got to ask this because I know listeners want to, and now I need to know: Were there other people that you had asked that question to, and just gave you some kind of random answer that just got thrown out the window? No, we we pretty much uh, centered on these drivers. I think they sent me everything they had. Why did we pick yeah. these drivers? Now, th- there was a little more to Marcus Ambrose because he knew a little more about Australian wines. Yeah, I didn't know who he was either, but I assume he's an he was a, he's, he's he's an Australian NASCAR driver. Yeah, right now the president of Performance Racing Network is just cringing as I do the show, and I have no have idea no who idea these, who these people, people are. are. Yeah, yeah, no clue. Yeah. That's all right. Bite the hand that feeds you. That's my motto. That's true. All right. <clears throat> Shockingly, yes, you are listening to the Wine Crush. Yes, we are a nationally syndicated wine show, and that is what today's show is about: is wine, not NASCAR. So. In light of that, let's do get on to our wine recommendations. Uh, Actually, before we do, like I said, today's show is going to be about taking your wine with you on vacation. It's not necessarily as easy as you think. Uh, And sometimes it's a priority. And that's one of the reasons why I'm dragging a bit today. I'm coming back from vacation. And I have to admit, I did not plan as well as I should have. Usually I'm a great planner. I'm very organized. But the chaos of my life in the last three months, I just figured I'm going to an area of the country. I will purchase my wine down there. We'll get to that story later. I will say this. I did purchase something I haven't had in a long time. And with all the argument lately, people are Pinot Gris bashing. I don't know why. When Pinot Gris is done remarkably well, like King Estate does Pinot Gris remarkably well, their Acrobat Pinot Gris, it is a great hot weather, beach, laid back, can I have another bottle wine? And that's exactly what our wine recommendation is today. For those of you hanging out in the hotter climes or going on vacation or relaxing, uh, the 2012 Acrobat Pinot Gris is absolutely fabulous. It's stainless steel fermented, so it's not overly oaky. Mm-hmm. which means that you actually get a chance to appreciate the grape how it's supposed to be. They do it with native yeast, and in doing so, you get a deeper body to it. Uh, this thing is great. Uh, the lychee nut, the ever-famous lychee nut, great aroma. You get limestone, you get honeysuckle, but then on the flavor, you get the melon, you get the apple, you get the kiwi that you expect out of this. So it's really, really balanced. It has all the elements that you want, whether you're going to be eating seafood, whether you're consuming it by itself, whether you're doing the salad, the fresh garden thing, the fresh vegetable thing. It goes very well with Silver Queen corn. There's a great balance there. I know you were really wondering about your pairing with Silver Queen corn, so there that is. But definitely worth investigating, and what's great is you can usually find it under $14 a bottle, so it's not going to break the bank. Now, the flip side of that, your red wine recommendation, this is just something I always love this time of year. After you've been on vacation, you're relaxing, you have all the great lighter whites during the day, it's time to clean up, go have dinner, and do something a little bit heavier. And I have to admit, I tend to overlook this particular wine, and it's certainly to my loss. Cole Solari. Cole Solari is made in Washington State, but it's a partnership between Chateau Saint-Michel and the Marchese Antonori. So Antonori came over, looked at what America had to offer, and the Antonoris, they picked out two different sites. One was in California, but the other one was up in Washington State. And this is on Red Mountain. And what they did is basically make a super Tuscan in the Italian style like you would find over there. But they made it in Washington with the great Cabernet, with the extracted fruit that you get off that wine. So it's a blend of Cabernet, Merlot, Cabernet Franc, and Syrah. And they have put this together so dark, so extracted. And because it's only 67% Cab and you have the Merlot and Cabernet Franc, yes, it's nice to lay down. Yes, it's nice to age. But you don't have to. This thing is just lush. It's silky. It's sexy. You get literally everything you could think of that you think good off any kind of wine. It is in this bottle. Not to mention great pretty package, great for gift giving. It is something worth looking into. Cole Solari, out of Washington State, 
Great Red Blend, Cab Merlot, Cabernet Franc, Syrah. You put it all together, you have the best of what St. Michelle has to offer and the best of what Antonori has done for 16, 17, 18 generations, and we really have a winner in this. Now, it's not going to be as affordable as the Acrobat was, but since you save so much money drinking the Pinot Gris on the beach, you can definitely afford to go find the Colsolari. So there are your two wine recommendations for today. But to get back to the concept of vacation and going on vacation, like I said, I'm a planner. I usually am on top of things and have very systematic ways of bringing wine on vacation with me. So I found myself on an island, and I realized that I had no white wine, and based on the company I was with, I desperately needed white wine at all times. And so as I wander into the wine aisle that was actually attached to a convenience store, gas station, liquor store, it took me 25 minutes to pick out four bottles of wine for the day. Four bottles of wine. Simply because as I wandered through this Beach Town's convenience store, I couldn't find current vintages. Now, I have to admit I'm a little picky on my vintages on white wine, and because I'm in the business, I do know what's current. But as I would go through the shelves and I'd find 2009 Lawson Chardonnay next to 2008 Lawson Chardonnay, when I knew that 2012 Lawson Chardonnay was actually the current vintage, I was pretty disgusted. So this is where all this is coming about today, is teaching you how to pick your wines, how to bring them with you, and how to do it safely so that you do not have the trauma that I did when I was going to the convenience store. Now, hand-in-hand hand with that will be today's guest. We have Michael Houlihan and Bonnie Harvey. They're the authors who wrote The Barefoot Spirit. So as long as you're planning on taking your wine with you, I have found yet another way for you to take your wine to the beach and not have to consume it. I got a great summer read that everybody who's interested in the business has to pick up. On that note, they are joining us right after we take this small commercial break. For pictures, videos, show recaps, and more, become a fan of Wine Crush Radio Group on Facebook. Do you owe back taxes to the IRS? Newsflash, the president has changed the tax laws. And now, you may be able to pay the IRS less. If you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes, the tax doctor can help you pay the IRS as little as possible allowed by law. There are new tax laws for business owners, the self-employed, even W-2 workers. If you have a back tax problem or a few years of unfilled returns, new help to save you money is now here. Call right now to see how the new tax Tax laws can help you. Plus, right now, we'll waive the consultation fee and give you a free tax savings report. Attention business owners, the self-employed, and W-2 workers. Make this free call to the tax doctor now and learn how to take advantage of the new tax laws that may help you pay the IRS less. 800-281-7048. 800-281-7048. That's 800-281-7048. Do you have an idea for an invention or new product? Do you think companies would be interested in your idea? Do you want to try to get a patent? Then call InventHelp now. InventHelp keeps your idea confidential and explains every step of the invention process. We create professional materials representing your idea and submit it to companies who are looking for new ideas. We have more than 9,000 companies who have agreed to review ideas in confidence. If a company shows interest in manufacturing your invention, we can negotiate on your behalf. We have helped over 10,000 clients receive patents. We also offer services including 3D modeling and animation demonstrating your idea, prototyping services, and we use state-of-the-art technology to show InventHelp client ideas to additional companies. Join the thousands of people just like you who chose InventHelp to pursue their idea. We are experienced. We are working for you. We are InventHelp. Call us for free information at 1-800-542-6751. 1-800-542-6751. 1-800-542-6751. This is the news. This morning, we are saluting the 2.2 million women who have joined in the war effort. They now make up 37% of the workforce, changing their role forever. The prestigious Harvard Medical School is breaking ground today, opening its doors to new female applicants. Today, little girls all over the world look to the sky, where the first woman is now in space. Military stereotypes are challenged today with the trailblazing promotion of a U.S. female officer to four-star general. It was just announced that the vast majority of last year's doctorate degrees were earned by women. We've come so far, but our news is changing for the worse. 
More women die from heart disease and stroke than men, even though it can be prevented. Make a change at GoRedForWomen.org today. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the American Heart Association's Go Red for Women. Ranger Station, Ranger speaking. Yeah, hi. I'd like to report a bear sighting. Location? Uh, in the woods, just outside of town. Oh, not surprising. You've got your home. Bears have theirs. Yeah, but see, this wasn't just any bear. This bear was wearing jeans and a hat, as in a smoky bear. Jeans and a hat, that's definitely smoky. What exactly did he have to say? Well, we were about to head home, you know, after having a bonfire. Oh, I can guess where this is going. Right, right. See, Smokey told me the fire wasn't actually out. He said if it's too hot to touch, it's too hot to leave. That's true. Did you know that 9 out of 10 wild fires are caused by humans that means nine out of ten wildfires can be prevented wow no kidding i'm a forest ranger we never kid sorry <laughs> that, that was a joke oh if you see someone in danger of starting a wildfire step in and make a difference because nine out of ten wildfires are caused by humans brought to you by smoky bear the u.s forest service your state forester and the ad council learn more at smokybear.com only you can prevent wildfires we're back with more of the wine crush this is the crush i am laura lawson today's show we are focusing on how to truly enjoy your vacation by incorporating wine into it and as we get later in the show of course i will tell you physically how to get your wine to the beach with you or the mountains or wherever you happen to be going but one of my favorite ways to enjoy vacation and to enjoy wine is to have that lovely summer beach read that makes you feel good it makes you feel like you're learning something it's entertaining but you also really get to relax and unwind and learn more about of course our favorite subject right now we have michael houlihan and bonnie harvey they wrote the barefoot spirit how hardship hustle and heart built america's number one wine brand guys welcome to the wine crush hey thank you very much laura hey laura how are you i am good it's always fun to have two guests on isn't it fun yeah it is the price of one Two for the price of one. I am lucking out all the way around today. So for our listeners, I don't think there's a single listener in wine world that isn't familiar with what Barefoot is. You cannot go into any store that sells any type of wine and not run into Barefoot. It is the number one, I think it is still the number one selling wine brand in the country. Is that correct? Yes, as far as I know. As far as you know, and you would certainly be the expert on it. (laughs) Well, your listeners may be able to see the product on the shelf, but now they can read the story behind it in the book. See, I love it when people come together and do this. And very few vintners, very few wine people, very few people decide to tell the story behind it. The last really, really good one I remember was Vineyards in the Sky. And so it's been so long. It's great to have y'all here. So we wrote a book about Barefoot. What was the impetus? What made you decide to put pen to paper? Why did you want to do this? Well, there were so many books out there and so many articles about how wine tastes, what it pairs with, how the grapes are grown, or about the winemakers. That's all very interesting. But there wasn't a book out there that I was aware of that talked about how wine actually gets to you. How does it get to the shelf and how does it stay there so you as a consumer can enjoy it. And our process was so unique because we started outside of the wine industry and kind of fell into it backwards, really. And we didn't have money that we were investing, and we didn't have knowledge of that particular industry. So it really is a different approach to wine, and it worked out very well for us. So we wrote the book to encourage young entrepreneurs to go out there and follow their dreams. And if they don't have a lot of money or they don't have a lot of experience in their industry, it just might result in something that works out very well for them. They're going to be innovative. They're going to create something totally new, and maybe the industry really will appreciate it. I know ours did. Well, for sure. Hey, for our listeners, if you haven't been clued into the fact, obviously Michael Houlihan and Bonnie Harvey are the kind people that started Barefoot and gave you this access. So when you're looking at your book, when you're looking at what you've put down, what would you say was the hardest thing to get Barefoot started, and what was the biggest discovery that you made about getting all this started? Well, the biggest challenge that we faced getting Barefoot started was that we didn't know what we were doing. Uh, that and usually is a stumbling block, yes. It, it, but it turned out, it, it turned out it, it, I, I think it was Woody Allen that said, uh, 
not knowing uh, anything about what I was doing never stopped me. <laughs> Something like that. Something like that. But anyway, uh, we, we had a tremendous opportunity just fall in our lap, okay? So here's a grower. He's been growing grapes for three years. He's been selling them to the same winery for three years. They haven't paid him a dime. So Bonnie's working for him, and she sees that he hasn't been paid, and she says, you know, hey, these people here haven't paid you in three years. He says, yeah. He says, I just wanted a home for my grapes. I'm a farmer, you know. I trusted these people. She says, well, maybe we should have Michael, you know, who was the new boyfriend. That's me. That was 30 years ago. (laughs) And... uh, Go talk to these people and see, you know, what he can get out of them. So, so I you got you got nominated into the bouncer position, basically. I, I was definitely got the tough job. Okay. You know, to the heavy lifting, right? So uh, I went over there to to see what I could do, and by that time the winery was already bankrupt, and uh, you know it didn't look good for Bonnie's client. However, I was able to get them to trade uh, bulk wine and bottling services for debt. So Barefoot got started with bulk wine and bottling services that were traded for debt. So now we had all this bulk wine and all these bottling services, but we didn't have a label. We didn't know what we were doing. We had to get all these licenses and do all this research. And and I guess because we didn't know what we were doing, we said, sure, we'll do that. You know, how hard can that be? (laughs) The Barefoot Barter Beginning. Exactly. So we like to say we started with, we called ourselves Barefoot because we started with less than Bootstrap. Okay. (laughs) That was my next question. I was going to ask, where did the name Barefoot come from? Well, we wanted something that was easy to pronounce, easy to remember. I don't speak any French, so I decided if we were going to be in the wine industry, I'd better be able to pronounce every word on my own label. (laughs) So uh, Barefoot is friendly, and the name is the same as the image, making it easy to remember. And um, I think a lot of people felt like I did. They were intimidated by wines out there, and we wanted wine to be fun. So we really kind of took after the beer companies more than the wine companies, because in the mid-'80s, wine wasn't fun. It was dead serious. So we wanted it to be really friendly. And we called it, our first two varietals were Cabernet Sauvignon. We called it Barefoot Cab and Sauvignon Blanc. We called it Barefoot Blanc. Well, that just makes sense. Very straightforward. Hey, Bonnie, we do want to hear this, but we have to take a hard break right now. When we come back after the break, we'll pick right up here. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right call because the best prices are not online they're with smartfares see smartfares has special deals with the airlines when they have unsold seats they use smartfares to fill them so you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices our prices are too low to publish online with the extra money you'll save you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 800-989-0233 That's 800-989-0233 When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. When I grow up, I want to be a glass countertop in a new home. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's best birthday present. When I grow up, I want to be a football stadium. When I grow up, I want to be a warm place on a cold day. When I grow up, I want to be a fancy backsplash. I want to be a bike that races around the when country. When I grow up, I want to be a bench on a forest when I trail. Grow up, I want to be a rocking chair on when a sunny I up, porch. I want to be a skyscraper. I want to be. 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 When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. 
Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. A public service advertisement brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. Unexpected reactions to smart financial decisions brought to you by FeedThePig.org. Well, I finally did it. My student loan is totally paid off. I can't believe it. I can't believe it either. I paid more than the minimum each month, and soon enough, it was gone. So you're just giving up. Giving up on what? The life of luxury. Egyptian cotton, caviar Thursdays, designer everything. What are you talking about? Our plan. What happened to winning the lottery and mastering the art of the perfect mimosa? Hosting galas, wearing enough jewelry to require a bodyguard, vacationing in the French Riviera, and then buying it. I just thought maybe it was time to prepare for my future. You know, set some financial goals, make some smart investments, open a 401k. Financial goals? Investments? A 401k? You are horrifying right now. Listen, if winning the lottery were easy, everyone would do it. When it comes to financial stability, don't get left behind. Get tools and tips for saving at feedthepig.org. This message brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council on the next episode of Recipes for Disaster. So we've got our neighbor Paul coming over tonight for a barbecue, which is why I prepared a delicious lemon rosemary steak marinade from my special collection of old family recipes. To make sure the steaks are extra, extra, extra tender, I left them marinating out on the counter overnight, just like Nana used to. Maria may mean well, but without food safety, it never ends well. Always thaw or marinate foods in the refrigerator at 40 degrees Fahrenheit or below. Or you could make your friends and family really sick. Maria's neighbor Paul didn't think twice about the steak he ate until he was presenting his company's financial forecast to the board. That's when a sudden bout of food poisoning made it explicitly clear that profits weren't the only thing on the rise. Watch Recipes for Disaster at foodsafety.gov. You'll learn the right steps as Maria does everything wrong. Brought to you by the USDA, HHS, and the Ad Council. Now more of Laura Lawson and the Wine Crush. I'm Laura Lawson. Here on The Crush today, we are speaking with Michael Houlihan and Bonnie Harvey. The people who started Barefoot Winery from a laundry room in Sonoma to make it the biggest brand selling in the United States. Guys, are you still with me? Oh, yeah. We're right here. All right. Before we were so rudely interrupted, you had gotten to the point where we were discussing Barefoot Blanc. So we had Barefoot Cabernet. We had Barefoot Blanc. Now where are we? Well, um, that's how we started, and we made wine friendly. And we wrote the book the same way. It's a friendly, fun book. And we talk about all of our adventures and all the challenges that we had and, and how we were able to solve a lot of problems. So it's good for all entrepreneurs and business owners, and it's really a fun read. Anybody that loves wine is going to love the book because you'll find out a lot about the product that you never heard of before. Well, you take an interesting take on things, too, in the book, and I don't know which one of you want to address it, but... Literally everyone and their brother can come up with a wine. Anyone can come up with an idea, stick a label on it, call it Lawson Chardonnay, and good or bad, they have it. But you were able to take the next step, and you could get distributors' attentions. You were able to get this across the United States. How do you feel that network worked for you, and how do you feel that you managed to gain their attention? Well, it's like anything. Uh, The way you gain their attention is you put sales orders right in their pocket. So you have to go sell it for them. The idea that if you are a wine producer, that you know some distributor is going to buy your wine and they're going to sell it, it just it just ain't true. So you have to go sell it for the distributor. And so we said, well, how are we going to do this? Uh, when we first started with this product, of course, you know, five ninety nine, you got to sell two hundred thousand cases a year just to break even at that price point. It's not like selling $50 a bottle of wine where you only need to sell a 1,000 cases. So here we were faced with stores that said, if you don't sell it in 30 days, we're going to discontinue you and you'll never come back in here again. So we had to be a big hit right off wherever we were. And we made a lot of mistakes. We went into some places like Hawaii. We thought, oh, Hawaii's perfect. Everybody's barefoot. Half the bars are called barefoot. You know, people are relaxed. They love wine. Let's sell it in Hawaii. And the only time it sold was when I personally was in Hawaii getting the purchase orders from the retailers for the distributors. (laughs) So... 
finally Bonnie came to me and said, hey, we can't afford to do Hawaii. Let's put that on ice for two years. So we put Hawaii on ice for two years uh, because we couldn't afford to support the sales there. And we came back to California and concentrated on the San Francisco Bay Area and Santa Barbara and then L.A. And then we expanded into Oregon, Washington, and then moved east. But every place we went, we did something very unique. Since we couldn't afford advertising, we found out who the people were who were in the neighborhoods where our bottles of wine were being sold. Because, after all, it was them who had to come in and buy the wine. And so in order to get them in, and we couldn't afford advertising, we decided what we'd do is find out what was important to them. We call this worthy cause marketing. We found out what the nonprofits were. We found out that in the neighborhoods around the stores where our wine was were people who were living who wanted clean water or they wanted parks for kids after school or they wanted a library or this or that. And so we donated our wine to them and let them know where they could buy the wine. And they had a social reason to buy our product. So we use that in state after state across the country. Well, when you look at something like that, it's truly grassroots marketing almost literally, isn't it? Oh, yeah. It's, it's getting down to the people. You know, it's like it's where the grapes meet the glass. <laughs> it really is. So I think there's a quote in here. You talk about distribution trumps quality and price. Would you say that the marketing that you did, was this the heart and soul of what got barefoot around the country? Oh, absolutely. It really was. And the reason we say distribution uh, trumps marketing and price, it's actually quality and price, which is too, which is too bad because there are so many great wines out there uh, that you can't get in other parts of the country. You have to get them from the tasting room, and it's because they're simply not distributed because there's not enough room on the shelf, the distributors already have too many brands, and the wineries can't afford to market it. But we overcame that, and of course it was a get-rich-slow scheme, right? <laughs> we didn't do this in four years. You know, this took us almost 20. But uh, we created a, you know, a real monster of a brand, uh, and I think it provided an entry level for a whole generation of people who now are wine aficionados. You know, our, our sales managers used to say, if a person's first experience with wine is a bad one, then they're sentenced to drink beer for the rest of their life. I like the way he thinks. All right, so you both have Barefoot behind you. You've done amazing things. You've built a fascinating brand. But now you've sold off Barefoot. What are the two of you up to? What can we expect next? You wrote a great book. You've told your story. I know the kind of people you are. You probably are not going to be able to sit idly by. You're absolutely true, Laura. We are not sitting idly by. We're taking our message of encouraging entrepreneurs throughout the nation. We're speaking at universities that have classes in entrepreneurship. We're also speaking um, to disabled vets that are returning, and they're looking to um, taking classes in, in entrepreneurship as well. And we're really enjoying that. We love talking to the students and encouraging them with our story of having started with nothing and and built one of the fastest uh, growing brands in the nation. Do you see yourself done with the wine community? Are you done creating brands? Can we ever expect to see another brand from you guys? Uh, Well, you're never done with the wine community. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, we don't tend to let anybody go. No. But um, we have a company called Houlihan & Jones, which is a very popular wine country consulting business, and we help wineries establish themselves, uh, get distribution, build value in their brands, and we have several clients that we've helped out uh, in Oregon, uh, in California, uh, in Boston, all over the country. So that's houlihanandjones.com. That's our wine country business. So we're still keeping, you know, our finger... uh, you know, in the glass, so to speak. And uh, we love the wine industry. We love the people in it. Uh, it's, it's a fabulous industry. It's one of the few industries where the competitors are friendly toward each other. Absolutely. Very, very as the industry grows, as goes my neighbor, as goes me, as goes the wine business as a whole, and the more people we can get into drinking wine, the better off everyone's going to be. Well, when we started with Barefoot, it was eight to one beer over wine. We'd like to think that Barefoot put a dent in that. Today, it's only two to one. 
So I think we've made some inroads in this country. This used to be a beer-drinking country, and now it's becoming a wine-drinking country and more sophisticated all the time, which is fantastic. Well, I can definitely say that Barefoot had something to do with that. Well, Michael and Bonnie, it's been a joy to have you on The Crush. Uh, For our listeners, www.barefootwinefounders.com to find out more about Michael and Bonnie and what they're up to. Thank you, Laura. It was a pleasure being on your show. It was a lot of fun, and I will definitely be keeping my eye on you to see what other interesting things will happen in the next couple of decades. (laughs) Thank you. Great. We're going to take yet another break on The Crush. When we return, we will get in. Now that you've heard about your beach reads, let me help you get your wine to the beach so you can enjoy them both simultaneously. Follow host Laura Lawson on Twitter at Wine Crush Radio. This is The Wine Crush. If you suffer from heartburn or other digestive-related disorders, then there is a new, safe, better, and natural alternative to better digestive wellness and heartburn relief. Praxid not only provides relief of heartburn, but Praxid takes a 360-degree approach to support better digestion, protect you from harmful bacteria, and also balance your stomach to improve digestive functions. We like to think of it as the multivitamin of digestive health. It's the only product to combine all natural ingredients known for the digestive health properties into a single patented product. Praxid also comes in easy-to-carry packs. Praxid relieves, restores, and maintains a healthy digestive system. Praxid is available here for only $39.95. Shipping and handling is free, and your money back is guaranteed. To take advantage of this special radio offer, call now, 1-800-829-5735. That's 1-800-829-5735. Again, 1-800-829-5735. Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? What if we could promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Call On Call Pharmacy right now and save as much as $700. 800-884-7919. On Call Pharmacy delivers the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for $120 with free discreet shipping. You can save more more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Call On Call Pharmacy now and take advantage of this special offer. 800-884-7919. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. 800-884-7919. 800-884-7919. 800-884-7919. Welcome back to The Cat Show. Up next, we have Nico. Nico is a member of the Shelter Pet Group. That's right. A group known especially for their sunspot sleeping, ball chasing, leg rubbing, couch purring, bed leaping, and of course, companionship. Wonderful. And what breed would you say Nico is? I'd have to go with a tabbyish Persian kind of mix. Tremendous cat. I'd also like to point out her coat's wonderful mix of colors. Is it black, gray, gray, black, brown? Somewhere in between. Indeed. You know, it's always special when we get to see a cat like this. Just look how she struts. It's like she owns the place. And how she's so incredibly cute in her indifference to commands. A strong-willed feline. Ah, and see how she curls up and cuddles her person. The pitch on her purring is simply perfect. Nice one. I know. Fantastic cat. Fantastic indeed. But really the best way to know an amazing shelter pet like Nico is to meet one. Visit theshelterpetproject.org today. Adopt. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. Now it's more of the Wine Crush. Welcome back to The Crush. I'm Laura Lawson. It was great hearing about that barefoot spirit. Yes, we all wish we had that entrepreneurial spirit and could make something of it the way Michael and Bonnie both did. And I encourage you, if you're learning about the front side, back side, everything of the business, the book is great because it tells all the different ins and outs and is what goes into creating a brand. Uh, I would be remiss if I didn't mention this, too. Along with that as a beach read, you can buy these two simultaneously. Uh, Janice Robinson, 
uh, and California-based Linda Murphy have come out with a book as well. Of course, everyone knows Janice Robinson. She is the woman on wine, pretty definitively. They have written a book called American Wine, The Ultimate Companion to the Wines and Wineries of the United States. And uh, this is a very interesting book. It's nice to see Janice's take on California, how much it has grown, how much it's burgeoning. Uh, I did read it, and I found out this fascinating fact. If you took California alone, it would be, if it was its freestanding country, and there are days I'm convinced it is its own little country, it would be the fourth largest wine-producing nation in the world. So that, that ought to put things into perspective for you. Just California solo. The fourth largest. The fourth largest. Wow. So that says volumes. And literally, this volume, American Wine, The Ultimate Companion, is definitely worth picking up and going through. I suggest you get... Barefoot Spirit and American Wine at the same time. It depends on what you want to do. Barefoot Spirit, exactly like Bonnie said, is very friendly. It's very approachable. It is a page turner. Uh, American Wine is something that is much more informational. It is has much more, um, it's a little bit drier, but the content in both is wonderful, so definitely check them out. All right, so now that you know what you're going to read while you're on vacation, it is imperative to know what you're going to drink. And if there is anything I have learned about my past little escapade, it really does make life easier to have a handle on that before you get where you're going. Now, the first and obvious thing, it's just straightforward, easy enough, bring it with you. Simple, buy your wine at your favorite retailer, put it in the car with you, but it doesn't, that's really not as simple as you think it is. Because unfortunately, a lot of you may be traveling with groups of people and you'll have this bright idea to put it in your trunk. Guess what? Air condition doesn't hit your truck and wine is perishable. So please, if you're going to bring it with you, make sure it sits up in the front seat of your car. Please don't put it in the boot. It will not do it any good. Now, you're not going to be traveling by car. You're going to be flying to some far off destination where chances are you won't be able to get your hands on that California wine. What do you do? My favorite thing to do is to get a 12 bottle styrofoam shipper. And you can get this at post office, you can get this at your retailers, and you have a solid case with little styrofoam in it. You tape it up and you check it. Yes, when you're going on your flight, they're going to charge you for check bags anyway. So you pay your $25, you have your check case of wine, it is in the hold of a plane that's not going to be hot, and it works out well. Are these durable? They're extraordinarily durable. I have never, and let me knock on something, had a bottle break in one of these shippers to date when I have taken on an airplane, and I have done this about 50 times. Because we know how they can be. Yes, we do. We know that it can be tossed around a little bit or gone through. And if you're worried about that, and if you're worried about someone else bouncing your wine around, one of the best recommendations also, go to one of your favorite online retailers, whether it's WTSO, and ship your wine to your destination. Just say, hey, I'd like a case of Lawson Chardonnay. I bought it at Wines Till Sold Out. Send it to that address. Go ahead, ship it to where you're going to be. But again, you sometimes are going to encounter the problem where you have purchased wine and want it shipped to one of these states that just will not allow you to ship alcohol in. Now, somebody somewhere is going to have problems with what I'm about to tell you, but it works. Remember the previous 12-bottle shipper? And they do make it in sixes and threes if you aren't a true wine drinker like I am, if you just think three bottles can get you through vacation, bless your little heart. But they do make them in just three. Take them to your local post office and ship them to your vacation destination yourself. And right now you're thinking, oh, no, the post office will not ship alcohol. Just remember, you are shipping 12 bottles of wonderful olive oil. That's the magic phrase. If you're going to ship olive oil to yourself, there's nothing they can do about it. It's absolutely perfect, and hopefully it'll arrive at your destination like you want it to. Uh, Particularly if you're dealing with a situation where you're staying in a hotel, and I love staying in hotels. I love the bar service by the glass, but sometimes it's nice just to be able to have your own bottle of wine, which you know, if you're, say, a Laura Lawson Chardonnay fan, that you will be able to drink on your balcony. Make sure you let the hotel know that you will be picking it up later. So that kind of covers how to get some wine to you. But let me bring up one other thing. This has been one of my favorite acquisitions. And for those of us in the business, I know there's a formal name for these things. I've always called them rolly bags. It is actually like a little suitcase. It is a cute little thing. It is square. It is the perfect size for a case of Pinot Noir. And inside are little dividers. There are 12 dividers in there. And it fits perfectly, little bottles. It is insulated, and it looks like a suitcase. And 
I know this sounds really silly, but it has wheels generally on the back and it has a handle that comes up. So we all know a case of wine can get heavy after a while. Put it all in this little rolly bag and you can check it. You can carry it. You can put it in your back seat. It travels very, very well. So I've gone through all these great ideas, but still your car is packed. You have carriers on the top of your minivan. You can't bring it with you. You have maxed out. Everything is in your car. Look for on your way down any place that will buy wine, any place that you can get wine. Don't forget the magical question. Ask for case discounts. When you go into Kent Bernhardt's gas bait shop to get your wine. Thank you for the plug, by the way. Thank You're you. welcome. I figured somebody might get attention out of there that. There you go. I figure if you can plug NASCAR, I can plug your gas bait shop. <laughs> Eat at Kent's, get gas. Um, make sure that you ask for a case discount because most places if you're going to say you're going to buy 10 bottles anyway might as well go ahead buy the other two so that way of course you can get a little break on what you're purchasing now here is where i promise you i'm not going to go off on the closure idea but this is where i am learning too that the new trend in the boxed wines is really coming forth Say you are just, you're out in the sticks, there's nothing left you can do. You can always treat yourself to a box wine and know that because of the sealant, because of the spout, because of, they can be crushed a little bit. Don't kid yourself for one second. There is always room in the car for a box of wine. The quality of these wines has gone up dramatically and you too can bring your box to the beach. There is no glass, there is no can, there's no one to argue with you and they fit nicely in a cooler. So hopefully this has given you insight on how to take your wine on vacation to you. But ultimately, it's all about what you enjoy, how you enjoy it, and embracing the local feel. I'm telling you, though, take your alcohol with you. It'll make your life much easier. Hey, we got to take another quick break here on The Crush. But when we return, we will wrap up today's show and look ahead to some interesting things coming down the line. How would you rate this one, Miles? Well, usually they start you on wines with learning disabilities, but this one is pretty damn good. This is the new one. We like it. <laughs> You could work in a wine store, Miles. That'd be a good move. Need a wine recommendation for a party? Want Laura to address something on the show? Email her at lauralawson at winecrush.com. An adult elephant can weigh up to six tons. The average person, 150 pounds. Ever heard of carfentanil? It's a large wild animal tranquilizer. Illegal drug dealers lace heroin with it. It can kill the average human. If you or a loved one is addicted to opiates, even pain pills, don't wait until it's too late. Call the Detox and Treatment Helpline now. We care. Many of us have been where you are. We'll take you or a loved one away from the drug environment to a place you can clean out safely. Plus, we'll work with your insurance company to make sure you get the treatment you need. And with a Family Medical Leave Act, you're allowed by law to get away for help without telling your employer why. Call now to save a life. 800-915-9734. 800-915-9734. That's 800-915-9734. The IRS is the most feared agency in the world. You've heard ads from other companies offering to help taxpayers only if they owe over $10,000. Here at Platinum Tax Defenders, we're A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau, and we're proud to be one of the only tax firms in the country who understands that people who owe less than $10,000 need help just as badly. The IRS doesn't care how much money you owe. They'll still garnish your wages and even seize your assets. So whether you owe just a few thousand dollars or hundreds of thousands, call now for your free tax consultation. If you qualify, we may even be able to reduce your tax debt down to a small fraction of what you owe. So don't wait until the IRS seizes your property and garnishes your wages. Call 800-856-1330 and get your tax problem resolved once and for all. That number again is 800-856-1330. 800-856-1330. As I went through school, one giant question loomed over me. What did I want to be? But in order to know what I wanted to be, I had to first decide what I wanted to make. I wanted to make more. So I became a teacher. Now I make learning a privilege, not a chore. And frustration a tool, not an obstacle. I make working hard seem easy. 
and giving up, impossible. I make an old subject feel like a fresh thought, and unconventional methods, common. I make material things less important, and little things, like patience and kindness, count. I make weekdays more exciting than weekends, and classrooms feel like anything but. I make things different, which is all I ever hoped for. I'm a teacher. I make more. Find out how you can make more at teach.org. Make more. Teach. Brought to you by Teach and the Ad Council. We're back with more of The Wine Crush. Welcome back to The Crush. I'm Laura Lawson. We've had a pretty entertaining show today. It's been a little over the board. Uh, Kent, again, very special thank you for sharing um, what type of grapes our NASCAR drivers would be. I knew all of our listeners wanted to know that. I am sure they did, and I think they just really wanted to hear your British accent again. So yes. I think that's really where it so comes from. So did I, actually. So we've, we, we've heard about what celebrities would be. I think... What Michael Houlihan and Bonnie Harvey did with Barefoot Spirit, not only creating the brand, but writing the book and putting it out there so everybody can embrace what goes into creating a wine and, more importantly, creating a brand. And by creating the brand, being able to do the marketing campaign they had where they give back to the communities that support the wine, it kind of goes into one of my final things. Obviously, the idea that Barefoot had their marketing, had their advertising by supporting local causes really hit home with a lot of people. And that's what it comes down to, too. When you start vacationing, when you get ready to enjoy the 2013 summer season, that is probably one of the most important things you can do when you're looking at wine when you're you're looking at the depth and breadth of it make sure you remember that out of 50 states all 50 of them have wineries and while you're enjoying some place that is not your own home state make sure if you're in a situation you can look around and try what the state has to offer you've got great growing wine communities i think nebraska community is one of the top growing ones in the country oklahoma north carolina everybody is branching out and doing something that's special to them and you're doing yourself a disservice if you are getting out of town to enjoy another culture another climate if you don't try what they have to offer Again, I said try. doesn't mean you don't bring the other 11 bottles with you so you can truly enjoy what you like. But still, break out of your comfort zone. Try something different. Well, we are certainly having a fun show today, but looking forward to having all of you join us next week when we are going to investigate one of the most interesting trends I have seen lately, and it's about branding wine, commemorative wine, and next week we will be discussing Star Trek wine and what it's bringing to the market. As always here on The Crush, we remind you to sip socially, to drink responsibly, to drink what you like, not what you're told, but most importantly, in vino veritas, in wine, there is truth. I'm Laura Lawson, and I'll talk with you next week.